into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Thank you for tuning in to the Madam Secretary After Show for Season 1, Episode 8, Need to Know. I'm Sterling Cates, and joining me again tonight is April Wissenhan. Hey, guys. What's up? So this was a pretty good episode. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Let's start off talking about Henry okay. and the NSA. So we saw a little bit of a preview into this last week when she kind of knows about it, knows that the president has asked him um, to kind of go undercover again. Right. Because since he's a professor, he kind of has... Re- reason to be at these events to get the target who we find out this episode is klaus Mm -hmm. and he is so they think that he could potentially be a threat um and so they want to bug his house and that's essentially how henry gets involved right and his plan with the little chess set is kind of ingenious and it's crazy that he could remember this chess set that they purchased together in jerusalem so long ago right and that they could replicate something so exact yeah so it makes sense that they would choose henry for this mission because he is it makes sense for him because they have he has a history with this klaus guy Mm -hmm. and um he can have he it wouldn't it would make sense for him to run into to him at these events and to go into his house and be invited there and that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. So it it all kind of makes sense. Right. But Elizabeth at the beginning is asking Russell, the chief of staff, um, you know, why is this happening? Blah, blah, blah. And because it is dangerous, there is a risk with him becoming involved in all of this Mm -hmm. undercover work because he is a public figure. So if that's to come out, that can not only be a huge risk for their family, but for United States. And for her and her job. Because essentially, if it comes out that her husband was a spy, no diplomat from another country is going to trust her. Because they're going to think, are you spying on me? You know, whether they're an ally or not. And basically we learned that the president kind of decided that it was worth taking the risk yeah. using Henry. Yeah. Well, and at, like we said, it's because he's really the only person that can get this job done. Right. So he goes um, to this, is it an archaeological event or yeah. something like that? So mm-hmm. it doesn't really make sense for him to be there, but he says he he's talking to Klaus and um, at this event, and he says he's doing research for a new book. But Klaus seems really suspicious at this point. I agree. Which I guess, you know, if you're planning it to attack part of the Americas or wherever he's attacking, you, you're going to be suspicious of pretty much everyone, but especially someone who, you know, just happens to appear at a random event in your life. And whenever you're in that position and you're in, you know, or you're working with the government and doing some illegal activity, maybe bringing over, you know, they talked about the sarin gas that they think he stole and brought with him to the United States right. that they think he's planning on using. Right. Um, you know, you're you're going to be suspicious of everyone. And I kind of didn't think Henry was doing the greatest job at playing it off. Um, there were times where I'm like, oh, dude, you got to like, you got to stop sweating. Yeah. But uh, he did it. But so I kind of I think Klaus is 
smarter than they're kind of giving him credit for. Right. And I think that just speaks to Henry's character because he is such a good guy that he's a terrible liar. Right. So when we're watching it, it's very obvious that he's kind of playing a role here. Right. But I'm like, you're in the NSA. you got to be a better liar than that, dude. Yeah, well, that, maybe but that's why he's a professor now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We see him be a better liar, though, by the end of the episode. Right. Exactly. Um, so speaking about the home life, so Elizabeth isn't very excited. She thinks this is a huge risk. She doesn't want him to be doing these undercover jobs, mm-hmm. but she can't really tell him not to because she because exactly. he lets her do whatever she wants career wise to completely support him. But it is hard because she has such a um, you know a confidential job that mm-hmm. she can't share a lot of information about, and now he does too. So they don't have a lot of stuff to talk about. You know, pillow talk is kind of boring now right. because they're like, well. What you what you do today, and they can't say anything mm-hmm. on either side. So I wonder how that's going to play out, like with any sort of tension and that sort of thing. Which hopefully it won't, because they both seem to be very understanding yeah. of the other's position. But I think you know now with the last scene of the show where they're laying in bed and she asks him if the mission is over, and he says yes. Uh, he's not interested. And doing that anymore, it wasn't for him, but, you know, we saw a few scenes before that, him speaking with uh, the lady who was in kind of in charge, or his handler, and he tells her that he wants to help out. You know, he has right. um, he has kids who live within just a few miles of where Klaus could potentially release this sarin gas, and does he know does she know what he can do? So he wants to help out as much as she can, as he can, and um, he wants her to speak to the president about it. My thing is, I don't really know what sarin gas is. <laughs> uh, obviously, it is something very dangerous, very uh-huh. dangerous and deadly. Um, but he, you know, just like I said, he did a good job by the end of the episode lying. So yeah. I, I didn't expect that from him. I thought he wouldn't. He would just kind of continue with the, I can't tell you anything. I didn't think he would go the route of like, it's done. I'm I'm finished with that. Yeah. Well, Russell had told her that it was a short-term thing. It was just going to be for this one job. All they needed him for was this one thing, which he accomplished. He successfully got the, the chess piece with the bug um, into the house. He played it off pretty well. Like, I thought when he got caught, um, when he went to the bathroom, but he got caught in the room with the right. chessboard and switching out the chess pieces. I'm like, it's over. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh gosh, he can't get out of this one because he can't lie, you mm-hmm. know, to save his life. Literally. Right. And so, <laughs> and so, but he says, he's like, okay, I just couldn't help myself because they had a history with chess, so it made sense. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but let's play for the set. So, by, by saying let's play for it, it kind of is like, okay, well, I could take this, so maybe it's not as suspicious. I agree. But he ends up um, asking for a draw because he says he needs to get home, blah, blah, blah. And it ends up staying. But Klaus seems so suspicious there. I didn't think Mm -hmm. that he was going to let him get away with it. Yeah. But I also am like, I mean, clearly he ended the game because he didn't know if Klaus was about to pick up the piece or the real piece because he thought that the fake piece was a little too heavy and right. that he would notice. Um, so, I mean, it definitely is a weird thing. I would think that was weird in just normal everyday life. If I'm in, you know, the most like intense part of a game with someone and they're just like, oh, gotta go. Yeah. I mean, that's not the best way, but I guess, you know, you have to think on your feet when you're in the NSA, apparently. Right, exactly. I wouldn't know, yeah. but it seems that way, would right? Would you know? You <laughs> I don't know. know. I can't talk about it. <laughs> um, but so he had a successful mission. Right. 
I guess. I mean, that we, we know hope. of. Yeah. I guess we don't really know if Klaus was kind of just playing along or if he was really oblivious to everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. But it seems that, you know, the bug is active. He got out of there safely um, without a hitch, it seems. The thing that I'm wondering about is that it was almost too easy for Henry to get invited to Klaus's house because that was the whole point. They needed, that was the whole point of the chess piece. They they knew about this, so they replicated the chess piece so that he could plan it. Right. So he needed to get into his house. He had sent an email to Klaus, you know, asking him to go to lunch. Yeah. Like, wanting to connect a little more, so maybe then he could get an invite. But then Klaus shows up at the school, and she's like, hey, I'm having a thing in my house. Want to come? Yeah. So I'm kind of like, no, was he on to him? Yeah, maybe he no? was. Yeah, I could, actually, I didn't think about that before, but when they... The first time they met at that event, he was supposed to get a he was supposed to secure an invite to the house that day. Right. And then the and then he didn't because mm-hmm. he felt like it was forced. You can't mm-hmm. just ask somebody if you can come over to right. their house especially. Hey, yeah, you mind if I hang come over? Yeah. Um but I guess by extending the lunch invite it kinda made it seem more neutral, like yeah. let's meet for lunch and then maybe I can come over like if yeah. <laughs> There's no like not awkward way to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think it felt unnatural. Like especially since he was there were other people there. It was an actual party, right? So I didn't think it was weird. But now that you mention it, maybe that is what's going on there. (laughs) Hmm. But so I think that once he kind of got back in the rhythm of being undercover and Mm -hmm. having feeling like feeling like he's doing something like Mm -hmm. being successful with the mission and everything that's probably why he was like well if you need me i'm here like i'm already invested i'm already lying to everyone like i might as well yeah and i follow through i kind of get it you know obviously there's a huge risk to his life and to his family and everything but you know even just like watching the show i'm like of course if you kind of catch the bug like the president has you on a top secret on the radar that no one else knows about i mean it's of course, who wouldn't want to be involved in something like that? Um, I mean, I guess I, maybe I don't that's think the, I, I don't maybe think that's I would crazy to. in me. I don't know, but I'm like, ooh, top secret mission sounds like yeah. my kind sounds of like fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but at the end, so we clearly see that he's interested in seeing this through to the end, right? When he's talking with his su- supervisor, is that what she is? It's handler. handler. That's right. And but at the end. Elizabeth is asking him about how it is and if, you know, she's kind of like, oh, I was worried you were enjoying it there. But he says to her, and we know outright it's a lie, that um, it's not for him. Like, he did, he's over with it. He's through, blah, blah, blah. But we know that that potentially isn't the case. Right. And that's but why I, I say he became a good liar. Right. And But we don't know if he'll actually continue to be involved or not. Right. But I'm assuming he will be. Mm-hmm. Because there's got to be... This game ain't over yet. Okay, we'll talk about... We'll finish this up in predictions because I want to talk about whether or not we think he'll get involved Mm -hmm. and what we think is going to happen there. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we get into the whole... Moldova incident. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please yes. go on iTunes and rate and review our podcast. And yeah, tweet us. Let us know what you think. We're loving the show. We're loving how it's it's building up for me. It's getting mm-hmm. better. We're learning more about the characters. Still want to learn more about Blake, but uh, we'll talk about that yeah. in a little bit. Okay, <laughs> so let's get back into it. Um, so let's talk about obviously Madam Secretary and what she's dealing with this episode yeah she's got some cray cray stuff happening (laughs) Um, so each episode we're seeing a different side of her responsibilities and her duties that 
she has as Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. And this one, um, the Prime Minister of Moldova, um, Dyakov, mm-hmm. yes. um, he is coming to her, to America, to ask for milita- American military help to deal with um, the a separatist group organization mm-hmm. has launched an offensive against their government and him, mm-hmm. um, and they're led by Kolba. Right. And so he's coming to Madam Secretary for American military help. Right, because Kolba and his group have, like, the newest, best stuff that uh, the Prime Minister says they just don't have. Right, and, so and, and, and Kolba has been killing innocent Moldovians or mm-hmm. Moldovans, mm-hmm. Um, um, innocent people to restore the Russian Empire, Empire mm-hmm. and all this stuff, so um, they're coming for help, but she can't, you know, just offer, she can't just throw in the troops. Right. It's not that easy. So she does bring in this, uh, she does bring in Jim, mm-hmm. who she used to work with in the CIA. Right. He has a huge history. He's ethnically he's Moldovan. A, right. Yeah. And um, he speaks the language. Culture. He's part of the culture. And he knows what he's doing. And he specializes in cases like these. Mm-hmm. So she sends them, um, Jim and the prime minister, back to Moldova to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. figure something out here. So she's not le- sending them empty-handed. Right. But... The plane goes missing, mm-hmm. <laughs> so and we have no it idea just what co- it to just it. completely disappears. They don't know what happened. They don't know if it got shot down. They don't know if it just went off the grid. Mm-hmm. They don't have. They have no idea. And meanwhile, Kolba is sending inappropriate tweets about Who her about her legs. I don't know. He just seems like just well. He's, he's obviously gross. like he's a major sexist. They say mm-hmm. and is sending. I mean. Stuff about her just because you know she know, he knows that she's against him, which of course she would be. Of course she's going to support the prime minister, right? Um, so I'm just like, what a jerk face, though. Like, come on, what a jerk face. I, I know. Good you tell of, him, good April. Choice of words right there. But he, you know, I'm like, how do you have time for this? Not that I'm. Su- of course, I'm not supporting what he's doing because he's going to essentially like ruin a country if he succeeds. But it's like, okay, if you're going to be the leader of these separatists, I don't, you know, I don't think even... Well, I mean, he's sending out these videos. He's going on this, like, rant online, surrounded by prostitutes, mm-hmm. talking about Madam Secretary's legs and how she shouldn't hide them. What was okay, the hashtag? What was the hashtag he said? It oh, was like, gosh, I don't even know. It was like, wait, hashtag wear a miniskirt or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, so he's obviously... Oh, wait, that's bar- bad that I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting how they're incorporating the social media and all of this stuff mm-hmm. and the whole thing. Because I feel like we don't. You got to kind of think about it, you know. And obviously, this is a social media is a new thing. They didn't have like ways to communicate or ways to see what like a, a leader was actually really like. Right. And so they can learn a lot. Obviously, you can learn a lot about a person by their Twitter if they run their own Twitter. Exactly. And this dude is clearly up to some funky junk. <laughs> it's a, I don't know. You were you just tonight, yeah the know. vocab over there, right? Um, but anyway, so the these inappropriate again. tweets are happening, and but they have to decide whether or not to engage with mm-hmm. this kind of behavior. Matt and Madam Secretary both think that they shouldn't engage because then they kind of like they stoop down to that level. Mm-hmm. They, if you recognize it, then it kind of 
gives it credit. He was ex- Matt was exactly right. Whenever he said, "If we, you know, if we do this, or I guess it wasn't Matt that said it, it was Madam Secretary that said it. If we engage and if we respond, it turns the headline from you know Colba, leader of the separatists, doing this to Moldova into." Oh, Secretary of State responds to inappropriate tweets. Right. And it's just, that's not what it's about. It brings her into it, and they aren't focusing on what's important here, mm-hmm. which is the missing plane. <laughs> because there, there's more issues here than the, than, you know, the leg tweets. Which in real life is what happens so often today, I feel like, too, yeah. is that, you know, social media and different things can bring uh, too much of a personal kind of emotional aspect into politics where it's like, no, let's be real. This are, these are the things that are important. Right. This is what we should be focusing on, not about like what a person said on their Twitter account three years ago. Right. And I mean, it's sad and I'm guilty of it too that right. we, as a culture, we're more entertained by the kind of scandalous side. Like, right. I can't believe he tweeted about her wearing a mini skirt. Mm-hmm. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, as, a, as opposed to like the more, you know, actual actual happening. Yeah. But I think that's what makes her so good at her job is that she is able to just overlook all of that and be like, no, that's stupid. Yeah. But so they're trying to keep this whole plane situation under the wraps because they, people can't know that like Jim is there because he's technically undercover Mm -hmm. and, um, they don't have many details. So they want to, when Daisy's making the statement, they want to seem concerned, but not too concerned. And, you know, there's always that line there. How mm-hmm. much information should we give? What's safe to give? Blah, blah, blah. But Jim, they notify Jim's wife, mm-hmm. obviously, and she is in hysterics. And it's interesting. I'm glad we've already talked about Henry and Elizabeth not being able to talk about their jobs and how it's also secretive and everything. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a great parallel to what Jim's wife was saying because she's she's like, I know the drill. Um, I get all the, he never, he's always not lying. Mm-hmm. Well, he's lying, mm-hmm. you know, technically about where he is. Well, yeah. yeah, well, he's on this undercover mission to Moldova, but she thinks he's at a training thing right. in Dallas. So right. it's lying, but it's, he has no other choice. It's not malicious right, by any means, but she gets it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how Henry and Elizabeth are now because they both have very secretive jobs. Neither one of them know what the other one's doing during the day. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's scary because you don't, because they're very high risk, dangerous jobs right. and you can be a target at mm-hmm. any moment. Yeah. So, and now Jim's wife is kind of experiencing the scariest part of it because they don't know where he is. They don't mm-hmm. know where the plane is. I can't even imagine. She doesn't know if he's dead or not. Mm-hmm. And she seems I mean, to be fed up with it yeah it's 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 like she's been dealing with this for a while Mm -hmm. and i can imagine always having to wonder like is my husband dead or alive i mean that exactly i mean it's crazy Mm -hmm. um so she decides to stay there until they learn more information so she's sleeping on the couch they're bringing food to her i mean i would do the same same thing um so they get more information that the co-pilot of the plane Mm -hmm. had a meeting with kolba and he apparently is turkish and I guess they didn't do enough research on him before they let him fly the plane. Right. So it's so he murdered the pilot and took over the plane. Mm-hmm. And they find the plane at Colba's airfield. Right. So, but the, and so they're holding, they think they're holding 
the Prime Minister and Jim captive in the control tower, but there's no confirmation as to whether or not they're alive or right. what's going on. And it's like, how do you make that decision? You know, they start discussing, uh, do we, she wants to send troops in, you know, a lot of, a lot of other people in their meeting don't, but it's like, how do you make that decision when you don't know if they're alive or dead? Which yeah. I guess is a decision that they have to face every day. And at the end of the day, they gotta, they need to, assume they're alive and try to go get them. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, so she remembers this mission that she had done, which was in the CIA, like in the seventies or whatever. And (laughs) where they impersonate the leader or whatever. So Kolba has this phantom Mm -hmm. car. That's like his signature car. He's like always, that's just like how he is. So basically, I don't know, it seems so easy to me that they just get a phantom that looks just like his and then they drive in. It's easy but so genius because the part where she, or the, um, (laughs) the, I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing right now. The part where the general brings up, um, you know, the, there's a problem. We don't know. His schedule is always erratic. We never know where he's going to be. Um, how are you going to control that? And she's like, and she gets him on video. With, yeah. Get him on video. Let's. I'll negotiate with him while we do this. And so they're just going to basically pretend to be him, drive the rolls on up with his security in tow, and then start and then taking down some and you know separatists. It, it, right? Yeah. That, that was crazy. They just drove <laughs> in there and like, just started shooting them. And it yeah. was so easy for them to I'm surprised they didn't check inside the car before they got inside the gates. Yeah. But I guess since he just drives in there, usually the car mm-hmm. he had the the whole entourage, everything. So yeah. I guess they they obviously planned it. Right. Simple but genius. But effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um but so she distracts him on video chat. She per, she kind of plays dumb here. She's like, "Oh, we can't find the plane. Help! Like, yeah. help us!" Um, but she's obviously distracting him. We know that he doesn't. He's still asking about her legs. I give know. it a breast. I cut. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of thought he was gonna like. She was gonna play into it. Like, oh, Koba. no! I didn't want her to. No, I didn't want her to. Yeah. But I kind of thought she was for a second because she was, you know, getting all gussied up before. Gussied and up. <laughs> your hair and that sort of thing so i thought she was going to but um i'm proud that she didn't but yeah. it was kind of crazy once they finally rolled in started shooting the guys and one thing i will say about that is i'm surprised that she because her first instinct when they were before they decided on what mission they were going to do her first instinct was to take military action mm-hmm. and that hasn't been that hasn't been a pattern of hers in all of the other things that she's done. She's right. always one to, okay, let's talk this out. Let's come up with a compromise. Let's figure this out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to incorporate that in her initial plan to me was surprising. But I think that was the only way things are going to get done with this right. particular. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they kind of mix that up there. Because you can't always, it's not realistic to always deal deal with someone who's not going to compromise. Right. You know what I mean? And that is America's number one stance, so we don't negotiate with terrorists. Right. And they are essentially terrorists. Exactly. To their own country, but, you know, yeah, it's not something we deal with. Right. So, um, so they get inside um, of the control tower, and mm-hmm. they find um, Dykov dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they find Jim, who I thought was dead because he was. They had him hanging there. So they've obviously been tortured, right? And um, but he apparently is alive. Did they say he was alive? Because I didn't think they didn't write that second. Yeah, they didn't because they didn't say anything until the next him, scene. They walked up to him and said, "What's your name?" So that's why I assumed he was alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I guess he, that makes whenever sense. Whenever he was just like, like, like <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Anyways, I didn't figure it out until the next scene when. 
they were telling her that he was flying home. He was on a plane, and the president wanted to meet him. Mm-hmm. But so, she says not before his family, right? Which because she's a family lady after she, all. She truly is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, the prime minister was died, but right. Jim was alive. So and they already reinstated a new one, and apparently the new prime minister was taking credit for the entire project. Yeah, which is good because I, I think I don't think she. Another thing I like about her is that she's not always seeking credit. She doesn't have, like, these ambitions of taking over the universe like Mm -hmm. most people in politics do. Very true. So, But she just wants there to be peace. She wants things to happen, blah, blah, blah. But also, by her doing that, it's like, you know, that's how a lot of those things do. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want America to be like, America did this, America did this. Now it's peace within their own nation, and they can take care of that. And the new prime minister can have an easy way in. You know what I mean? Very good point. Um... But yeah, so I mean, the, and then Russell, chief of staff, who at the beginning of the season they they were kind of enemies there. Like they didn't really get along. Mm-hmm. They were stepping on each other's toes. Didn't really have a balance. But it seems like they're getting along really well now. They kind of have a little camaraderie yeah. thing. They're he making jokes. Joke. Yeah, making jokes. This whole thing. So they're not really enemies anymore. Right. Seem, they seem to be working together a lot better mm-hmm. than they were at the beginning of the season. Definitely. Which I like. I do, too. I like them working together. They seem to have a good little cordial thing going on, so hopefully it'll continue with them. Yeah. Well, the whole thing before, it wasn't really on her part at all. It was him being jealous of how the president always chose her plan over his. Right. But now we see the president kind of going, not necessarily going against her, but, you know, even with, you know, last week with the trip to Turkey. Yeah. And then this week we see, you know, he's basically With like Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's more important than right. Maybe that's why Russell's kind of backing off a little bit. Cause he mm-hmm. sees that it's not all, all about her. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that solved Russell's proud of her for how he handled it, how she handled it. Mm-hmm. Um, yada, yada for a brief second. Let's talk about Daisy and Matt. I'm kind of over this. Me too. Their side storyline. Like I'm just not interested it's compared a- to like, Attacks in Moldova and all this stuff. I I don't want to have a little shot back to Daisy and that. I just don't really care. And it all (laughs) comes back to the chemistry, I think, because if it was, you know, a couple that we thought really were meant to be together or just really had some good chemistry, we'd probably like cherish those little, you know, more playful moments in a more serious show. Yeah. But at this point, I'm just like, ugh, like get back to the real stuff. So it seems, I just don't, what I don't get, I mean, obviously I think what they're trying to do is that, because Daisy's going around the office, showing off her engagement ring, blah, blah, blah. She's seemingly happy, whatever. I think what they're trying to do is make it seem, this episode she's a little too happy about her real relationship with Wen. Yeah. It She's so happy to where it doesn't seem like there's anything between her and Matt anymore. Mm-hmm. But they're holding on to it so strong that it's just kind of like, all right, either let it go or make her seem like she cares more about Agreed. him. Because mm-hmm. she, it doesn't seem like she cares at all. No. And they're bringing, I mean, they're bringing the awkwardness into the workplace. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they have a conversation about it at the end because it's going to affect other people. Yeah. And, you know, Matt's definitely still super awkward about it. Daisy is just, yeah, no dust off her back, no shoulders, whatever. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I'm just kind of like, yeah. Well, Nadine says, okay, I don't care what you do in your private lives, Mm -hmm. but whatever it is, just don't bring it into the office and don't let it interfere with our work because then it does become my business. And it's interesting that Nadine says that because she had an affair with the previous secretary, Mm -mm -mm. but I guess that never really came out. So she definitely knows how to 
separate right those lives mm-hmm. um i don't know Speaking i of guess affairs, we'll see no. if that <laughs> i guess we'll see if that develops um yeah. not you know not we'll see maybe no, maybe no, no. it'll get better yeah i will talk about it in predictions mm-hmm. okay let's talk about the at-home life because this show really is you know about henry and her and elizabeth balancing these crazy lives crazy high profile slash private lives mm-hmm. um that are dangerous risky whatever with their home life and right. their kids and this uh, this episode is more focused on jason he this is the son, but he hasn't really gotten an episode all about him. It's mm-hmm. always been about the sister, so I guess it was his turn. Yeah. But he likes a new girl, this girl in Madison, and it, they're, it's funny how watching them deal with their son's crush versus how they're dealing with, like, international affairs. I know. Um, I, but that's kind of my favorite part of the show. Obviously, I like the, um, you know, super intense, you know, government parts for sure but i also like i like how they don't they don't ever forget to show like hey this is what's happening in our normal life and yeah. we do have this we have very, a real life too right, we have this very intense very important job yeah but we also have kids who have crushes on girls and they want to take her to the movies like, like real stuff happening and right. when you have these life talks with them and about how you and henry talks to jason about how he should treat women and be respectful blah 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 and not rate them on a scale of one he's like yeah her friend is an eight and a half so maybe i want to take her friend to the movies instead yeah don't be shallow jason such <laughs> a young was, age we see it starting already kind of cute though i mean well cute because he's so young but if he's shaping you know, the minds of like our 15 year old then it's awful but he doesn't even know what he's saying i feel like yeah so we have stuff like that like real really real family stuff that happens Mm -hmm. and then goes they're burning dinner they're always having takeout and so they're obviously it's like every kid's dream yeah every night is dinner oh let's get takeout whenever i was young mom's like oh making dinner i'm like what we're not having mcdonald's (laughs) it's every kid's dream right well i guess they don't have time to cook dinner every night when they're dealing with you know international terrorists <laughs> yeah Maybe. okay so the last part that we need to talk about this episode is um this whole uh secretary marsh george right. situation so this has been a lingering topic for the past eight episodes mm-hmm. but they haven't really talked about it much since george died so just a little refresher secretary marsh was the her pre- Predecessor. God, I can I can't speak English. Oh jeez. Anyways, and he died in a plane crash. Right. And when um so throughout this episode she kinda was digging for a little more information about the plane crash, about, you know, the how it all went down and mm-hmm. if people went through a lie detector test and all this stuff, which didn't happen. Because it was very easily ruled an accident, yeah. she thought. And yeah. because of a, a loose screw. Yeah. And Let's be real. I mean, yes, that absolutely happens. Of course, we've seen it happen before in actual real life. Yeah. But it, then it, it makes you think, is it really just a loose screw? Right. Know? But it would be, I mean, I would, it would be a little easy, you know, just to be like, oh, it was an accident. Of course we looked into this because why would we not? Yeah. Um, but, and going off the easy part, it'd be a little easy. It'd be a little convenient to start the show that way because then it's like oh now she's secretary of state you know right. what I mean like there needs to be something else there for why now she was brought in mm-hmm. you know and I think that I think she's doing exactly what really any person would do because yes there are absolutely accidents and coincidences in life 
but this is TV. I would, I would say, <laughs> but even in real life, I would say like eight out of ten times, it's not a coincidence, right? And it needs to be looked into. Yeah, and that kind of makes you wonder if the guy who did, was in her office doing the investigation on it if he's in on it or because when she asked he was like why do you ask why are you asking me that like, i thought well, he was he, he seemed very cautious yeah very suspicious about and whenever she asked you know did we um polygraph the grounds crew he's yeah. like no that's not protocol it seems like when a you know national leader of the united states is Accidentally killed, you would look into every single, every single part. I would assume that, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So it definitely so, adds a little fishiness to that storyline. Yeah. So I mean, this whole season, we've already known because of George, who she has passed with working with in the CIA. Um, George, for some reason that we don't know yet, thinks that or knew rather that it was an inside job mm-hmm. for um, Secretary Marsh to be killed for that plane crash to not be an accident. Right. Um, so, so that he was murdered mm-hmm. and George had this information, blah, 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 went to um, Elizabeth when she was first inducted mm-hmm. or whatever. And he told her that he was murdered and right. that he has all this information, blah, blah, blah. And he tells her to be careful because it was an inside job. But he never says what information he had. Right. Well, he, because she's kind of like, I can't, I don't know. She kind of, at that point, because he was kind of going crazy a little bit. Right. And she's like, I don't know if I should believe him. Like, I don't know what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, George dies in a car mm-hmm. crash. So, and it was ruled a, su- a suicide. And you know, obviously it wasn't a suicide. Mm-hmm. To me, it's obvious. Right. I'm not saying that's how it really well, is, but to me, it's like, okay, obviously these are both inside jobs. Screw wasn't loose on both of these. Right. <laughs> both well, of she, these. she made a good point tonight where she says, um, you know, George plans every single second of his life. Obviously, you can't plan every second, but, you know, he was the type of guy who did what he could, and, you know, it's not him to just... Because she she was speaking like they were saying it was a suicide. Yeah. Because she well, said it was he, ruled his car accident was ruled a suicide. Right. Then he just like ran it into a pole or okay, something. Right. And so he, she's like he wouldn't just randomly decide to commit suicide by running into a into a and phone pole. And especially the night that he shares this information about mm-hmm. Secretary Marsh. And then we learn even farther that the day that he died, he sent. The little $5 bill with, oh, what right. did it say? It said uh, Tamerlane. Tam- Tamerlane, Which yeah. we don't know what that don't is, that obviously. Means. But, yeah. I mean, you don't send a random $5 bill because you owed a person from ballet. <laughs> or you owed a person for yeah. some ballet that they paid for with this mysterious word. Exactly. The day that you died. Well, yeah, Nothing there's something suspicious. there. There's something there. And she's asking. So she's not going to the FBI or Whatever, because since she thinks it could be an inside job, she doesn't know who's involved, who uh-huh. could be a part of it. So she goes to her CIA friends mm-hmm. who also knew George and also, you know, think that this could be, you know, that she's not, that she's not pulling this out of nowhere. Right. Um, but it seemed like they did at first, but then once she, you know, made a few valid points about, you know, how George was so meticulous and that sort of thing. Yeah. Then they kind of came aboard. Or at least one of her friends did. Yeah, well, it was interesting that Juliet, the person who pulls out in the end, was the most convinced at the lunch. Right. But the one who wasn't, who didn't want to be involved is the one who comes to her at the end and says, okay, I believe you. I got this, this $5 bill. Mm -hmm. I know something's going on here. Because um, how can you not say something? Like, right. clearly she knows if that was sent to her, it was sent to her for a reason. Right. She knows that 
something's got to be up with it. So if she didn't say anything, then it almost makes her... Obviously, she's not an accessory to the crime, but kind of an accessory to the crime. If right, you, exactly. you know, she's admitting something that could be potentially very important. Exactly. And there's a huge risk here. And at the lunch, she says, we can either be seen as these, like, conspiracy theorists, like, mm-hmm. blah, 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 or we're putting our lives in huge danger if this is actually true. Right. And um, she says later, she's like, George is dead, and do we want to be next? Mm-hmm. So it's obviously a huge risk. If it's an inside job, there's really no protection for them. Right. Um, if they're going to f- try to fight this. Seems like Henry and Elizabeth are both in a lot, could be in a lot of danger soon. Yeah. We shall Yikes. see. All right. So that was pretty much that, that episode. So let's get into a little prediction. Yeah. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> that was creepy. All right. Let's start with predictions for... Do you have anything specifically? I was thinking maybe we could talk about predictions topic-wise. So, like, the Henry NSA situations, the only, Daisy Matt. The only thing that I really have predictions on are the Henry situation okay. right now. Um, I think that he will continue working. Yeah. And because I think that, you know, maybe the bug won't work. Or I, I feel like it will, but it's not. they're not going to get what they need from that. And so he, the president Ill, is still going to need his help. Yeah. And I do think that him continually working uh, with the NSA is probably going to be a little source of contention between him and Elizabeth. I don't think it's going to be anything major because I think they'll definitely be able to work it out. Right. Um, You know, that's kind of part of that life, but I could see it. Yeah. They are such a perfect couple. It's interesting that this is the one thing that's kind of like the... Mm -hmm. Their job. The touchy spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Going off that, I do think he'll keep working with the NSA and not tell Elizabeth about it, mm-hmm. and she'll find out through someone else right. that he is. Um, but I think that Klaus is going to figure out the whole chess piece situation, mm-hmm. and that's going to put Henry in a very dangerous position. And maybe he has to like go into like isolation or something. Yeah, I concur <laughs> with that prediction. Um, and then as far as Daisy and Mako... My prediction is I, that I hope that it'll they end. They get cut from the show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I predict that she'll eventually break up with her fiancé and they'll yeah, be a thing. I think so, too. I, I mean, I like they wouldn't th- keep this relevant if something wasn't going to happen. Because yeah. right now it's over. But like, they're holding on to it I very like tightly. I characters on the show whenever they're actually talking about the real stuff. Right. But I don't like their characters together. Doesn't but, she always look like she's about to cry? She does. Yeah. Because her eyes are so big. But you know, I've been told the same thing before because I have like <laughs> crazy, crazy eyes, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. It's I guess it's probably an eye problem. But she, I, I just don't like the two of them together because, I don't know, maybe they just need to be locked in a room and get some chemistry. But yeah. they don't have it as of now. But I kind of agree know, with you. I think it's going to end up with or maybe she gets married and then she cheats on him with Matt. Or, I don't know. I see a lot of scandal coming from yeah. that. But hopefully it'll liven up a bit. I want to know more about Blake. I'm hoping that in the coming episodes that he'll have more development. Because he's right now, he's basically just a... He's kind of like... They go to him for a light moment. He always right. has a funny line, a little joke. But I want to know more about his character. And also, I want to know about Nadine and whether she is... 
on Team Elizabeth or not? Because I Blake, Blake was doing the investigation on her, but he said he didn't find anything. But I'm wondering if he's still secretly doing that, and then we're going to have a bomb dropped about mm, that. Good point. Later. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, that about does it for us. Good April, things. where can the people find you? Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at April Wissenhan. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Cates. And be sure to follow After Buzz TV on both of those as well. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.